you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks with DJ Buck back together with you as uh, we get ready for a Thursday night football. We've got uh, a great slate of NFL action. And, Buck, I feel like November, once that calendar turns over and we get to November, I don't know why it is, but it just feels like Halloween happens and then, like, the, the draft, the draft, the draft. Like it just starts, you start hearing that in your head a little bit and you go, oh, we better get started. Yeah, you better get started because you know what you're dealing with, DJ, your body clock, your body knows, like typically in our old profession where we were scouting, November is when all the reports have to be in. We think about Thanksgiving being that deadline when everything has to be submitted. The first week of December is when you may go back to your respective teams, have those meetings where you begin to talk about you know, the initial boards and kind of putting things up there and getting it right. And who do we need to see at all-star games and that. And so some of what you're feeling is that old pressure that you would feel, do I need to make this second and third visit to see this guy before I put this last grade in? And so that's where we're at, because for me, we always talk about it. Rivalry games, conference championship games. We're getting to the mix where we want to see these big time prospects in these big games. So really can finalize the grade and how we feel about 
how these players are going to play in the National Football League when they get the opportunity. Yeah, there's that time uh, where you kind of go back through as a scout when you're doing the job, you'll go back through all your list of schools. And most scouts, the way teams do it, they have anywhere from, you know, 40 to 65 schools that they're responsible for. So any player that comes out of that program, you're responsible if they're, you know, a, a prospect, a legitimate prospect, you're responsible for having a report in the system. And what happens is, uh, this time of year, you've got you you kind of leave these last couple weeks of your fall schedule open, um, and as Bucky mentioned, you can kind of go back and clean up some things. Okay, you know what? I just looked up all the stats, and I was at uh, I was at Florida State early in the season, and since then they've had this junior you know linebacker that all of a sudden has started the last four games. He's playing really well, and there's some buzz that maybe he could come out. I need to go back uh, to Tallahassee, get my eyes on him, body type him, uh, watch the updated tape, and get a report in the system. So it's kind of a, a good time to uh, to finish up if you're in the scouting business at working for a team. For us on the media side, this is the kind of the time where it's like, okay, we've got plenty of good games in the system, a lot of quality opponents. Uh, we can really get cranking on these guys. So we're going to touch on some pass rushers that we're going to uh, be evaluating in the spring and talking about as we head towards the draft. We're going to touch on a few of those. A little bit later on in the show, we're also going to talk about some uh, some running backs and what we've seen before and after contact. When you dig into those numbers, it's pretty fascinating. But Buck, let's start out here at the top and talk about kind of uh, really, I guess, the changing of the guard. Look at the quarterbacks, and we look at last year to this year. It feels like the older guys have fallen off significantly, and this is this lead's kind of been handed over to the younger quarterbacks, and we've seen it coming over the last few years, but it's pretty pronounced this year. It absolutely is pronounced this year, DJ. And the way that we are able to evaluate it, we're looking at passer rating and we're looking at the number of guys who are dotting the leaderboard. Last year, we saw the old guys at the top of the charts. You talk about Aaron Rodgers uh, being 37 years old. Kirk Cousins was 33. Russell Wilson, 32. Matthew Stafford, 33. Tom Brady, all of those guys each had over 102.1 passer rating, respectively. This year, when you look at the tops, it's Tua Tungavaloa, Pat Mahomes, Geno Smith, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. Of those guys listed, only Geno Smith is over 30 years of age. And so you talk about it being a young person's game at that position. Uh, the way the game is trending with more of the collegiate concepts bleeding into the game plan. The game is no longer what NFL football used to be. Sunday football looks a lot more like Saturday than I think we ever could have anticipated. Yeah, if you just take the number, right, 101 or 102, whatever number you prefer. Last year, you had five guys over 30 in that in that top group that were over 102. This year, you got one that you mentioned there, Geno Smith. So um, it definitely has it definitely has a feel of this old guard is kind of going out and this new guard is coming in, which which begs the question, as you've seen some tail off a little bit in Aaron Rodgers play. Don't understand, again, why they didn't do anything uh, to help him at the trade deadline. You look at Kirk Cousins, a team that is in first place in that division. He's still playing well. Um, his his pass rating is not quite as high as it was last year, but they go out and they get some help for him. They go out and get TJ Hawkinson. Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford and the Rams have fallen off a cliff. Russell Wilson, you know, look, this is not happening for the Denver Broncos. They were just sellers. Tom Brady, they didn't do anything there. I think mm -hmm. they can kind of see, you know, the writing on the wall there that this, this is not going to happen for them, and this is probably winding down in his career. It's, and then you flip it over to the other side, and you see Tua, young player with the highest passer rating. They go out and get Bradley Chubb. They go out and get uh, some help there for him. Jeff Wilson comes in. You look at Mahomes, 26 years old. Um, they go out and get Kadarius Toney. 
continuing to build around these younger guys. Josh Allen, Naheem Hines, they're aggressive. Uh, he's on this list. Jalen Hurts, they were buyers at the deadline. These young quarterbacks, they, they're, they're, they're bringing guys in, whereas some of these older guys, I think that organizationally, maybe they're kind of looking at this and seeing, you know, look at these numbers and say, okay, maybe we aren't a championship caliber team right now. We don't want to part with more resources. I don't agree with it when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, um, but it is a, it's a fascinating discussion. Yeah, it is a fascinating discussion. There are a couple of different ways to think about it. You and I have talked about this multiple times on the podcast where the older the quarterback, the more support they need. Because it's not necessarily that the quarterback has, has diminishing skills, but it's now you're trying to preserve him for one of those got-to-have-it moments. I don't want to ride Aaron Rodgers for all 17 games, and then he doesn't have anything left for the postseason. In a perfect world, I would like to lean on the supporting cast to do all the dirty work, the running game, uh, maybe some of the playmakers. Well, now, three to four plays a game, I need Aaron Rodgers to be at his best, but the rest of the time he's operating in managerial mode. Well, now, if you don't have that support, you're asking him to be more of a playmaker, and man, those shoulders get heavy. They get tired from carrying the offense each and every week. The best players have a supporting cast that alleviates some of the burden on them, and we're seeing with all of these young guys that we're naming, DJ, just look at the supporting cast that Tua Tagovailoa is playing with. Look at some of the weapons that Pat Mahomes now has around him with Travis Kelsey. Geno Smith, you can argue. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, two of the best in the business. And that Josh Allen, what he has. Jalen Hurts. There is something to this theory because it's not a coincidence that these young quarterbacks that we're mentioning also have very talented playmakers around them. I want to ask you on Tua. Uh, we've talked a lot about him throughout the fall. He's having an unbelievable season. We've, you know, you've done a great job of hammering home that point of trying to rebuild Alabama and, and South Florida with all the speed that they've put them around. You love the system that they have. Uh, Mike McDaniel creating a system that suits him beautifully. Do you think what we're looking at right now with him leading the league in QB rating and as high a level as he's playing is this? You think this is sustainable all the way through, Buck? Well, I think so, DJ. I think when he was coming out of uh, Alabama, I think the person that we likened him to was Drew Brees. And so when you think about Drew Brees, it was a very efficient way that he ran the Saints offense for years. It wasn't necessarily about his spectacular arm talent. He was talented, though, but it was about the way that he was a distributor. He was a pass-first point guard playing on a fast break where he had a bunch of wings that could make plays. Well, now when I look at the Miami Dolphins, Tua Tungvaloa has everything that you need to operate efficiently the way that he plays the game. Tyree Kill and Jaden Waddle, outstanding catch-and-run playmakers. Mike Gesicki is a red zone weapon. You now go and look at the backs that they have in the backfield. All of these guys can flourish in this system that Mike McDaniel wants to run. And so Tua just has to operate like a high-end manager. And I know game manager is a dirty word when it comes to quarterback play, but if you're winning games and you're distributing the ball to the level that he is, he will get all the credit and accolades that he may desire just by being a good player who understands how to play the game in a winning fashion. And I think it's interesting when you go back and look. I mean, it's been a minute. But you go back to the beginning of the year. They beat New England uh, week one. And to his own New England since he's been there, he's been great against the New England Patriots. Baltimore, who has the look of a playoff team, they beat them. Uh, Buffalo in the division, the class mm -hmm. of, uh, of the AFC right now, they beat them. Uh, so they have quality wins with him under center. And these last two weeks since he's come back, um, you look at Pittsburgh and, and Detroit. Okay, they're not, they're not great teams, but they're, they're winning ballgames with Tua. I think it's sustainable. I, I don't really see this falling off. The only thing I would 
you know, be a little bit hesitant about is if he's going to be aggressive as a runner and get hit and, and uh, you worry about the durability. To me, he doesn't need to run. Um, he can scramble around a little bit, but I, I'm fine if he doesn't ever cross the line of scrimmage, Buck. Well, my thing is that's not necessarily his game. Like, he's not a dual-threat quarterback, and I know when people kind of allude to him being that, that's not how he's ever played the game. Even when he was at his best at Alabama, he was more of the Drew Brees type, sit in the pocket, get the ball out. He was an RPO master because he has one of the quickest releases that we've seen. And when you flash fake and get it out and allow those guys, particularly the guys that he had back at Alabama, to catch things on the move, the explosive plays happen. The Miami Dolphins have just recreated that kind of environment for him down in South Florida. They've given him elite playmakers that are doing it. Man, the best wide receiver pass catching tandem in football right now, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Just look at the numbers. They are putting up ridiculous numbers on the perimeter. And we can talk about the air yards and he's just throwing dink and dunks, but I'm looking up and Waddle's averaging over 15 yards per catch. That's a big play machine. Tyreek Hill does what he always has done. So I love where the Dolphins are at. I like how they're bringing Tua along. The only thing that I would say with Tua, hey man, when the haters have fired all the shots, there's no need to address it. Continue to allow your play to speak for yourself because the power of the pen, when you fire back, when you have that bad game, the writers, they're going to get you. You can't worry about all the haters that didn't like the game. Just play the game. Yeah, he's feeling he's feeling a little bit right now uh, with the barking back a little oh, bit. Oh, he's feeling himself for sure. That, that side come out of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, circle this date. Uh, Sunday, December 4th, the, uh, the Miami Dolphins are going to travel on the road and take on the San Francisco 49ers. That is one uh, I, I'm looking forward Ooh. to seeing, seeing how they do against that front. And uh, you have Mike McDaniel going back, San Francisco, the connection there with Kyle Shanahan. That's going to be a uh, that's going to be a big stage for them. In the meantime, I, I think they hammer Chicago. They think they'll beat Cleveland. They'll beat Houston. So I, I think they're going to roll into San Francisco as an eight and three team. And that's going to be a heck of a showdown. So uh, looking forward to that one. I think we're both buying the Dolphins, both buying Tua. Uh, where we stand at this point in time. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some running backs. The interesting numbers here when you look at yards before and after contact, we'll see what we can learn from that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. Looking at some running backs here, Buck, and some interesting numbers. I love it when you can uh, pull up the before and after contact numbers. This is via NextGen Stats. So uh, among 37 running backs with 60-plus carries, here's the numbers and, and what they look like. So if we're looking at yards after contact per carry, number one in the league is, is a Dallas running back, and it's not Zeke Elliott. Uh, I don't think people will be surprised by this. Tony Pollard at 5.4 mm. yards. Uh, after contact. You look at Khalil Herbert from Chicago, uh, physical young back at 4.7, and another, probably the most physical back in the league, not a surprise, Nick Chubb at 4.5. So this is yards after contact per carry. Again, you got to have 60-plus carries. Those are the top three guys. A, do you buy into this stat? What does it mean to you? Is it important? And B, what do you think of the three names that showed up here at the top of the leaderboard? Well, what I absolutely buy into this stat. Because to me, when we're looking at running backs, and one of the things that we're looking at on tape is your ability to run through arm tackles. Can you run through tackles? Do you have what, DJ, you always point out as contact balance? What's your balance and body control like when you're running through the hole? Do you get knocked off your pins the first time that you get hit? Or do you have the ability to kind of shed off that initial blow and continue to get positive yards? The fact that Tony Pollard is at the top of the list, wow, never would have thought he was the guy. Because for so much of the time, when you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys, it's all about Ezekiel Elliott pounding between the tackles. He softens them up, and then Tony Pollard goes through there and really blows the doors off of the defense because he's an explosive runner. The fact that he's running through contact 
maybe he is primed for a bigger role. Maybe he is primed to be the RB1 if Zeke is no longer uh, the player that he once was. And then the other player, Khalil Herbert for the Chicago Bears. I don't know if anyone is paying attention, but the Bears are number one in rushing offense right now. Khalil Herbert has become a big part of this backfield. He's splitting time with Dave Montgomery, but they are wearing people out running the football. Yeah, Justin Fields certainly enhances the running game with his ability to run the design quarterback runs and option routes, but option plays. But Khalil Herbert has been a guy. He is really pushing David Montgomery to be the number one back in that that backfield. Yeah, I I, I believe in this this stat too, Buck. And uh, you know, great call talking about Khalil Herbert and what he's developed into here in his young career. It's impressive uh, what he's done for the Bears. I want to give you three scouting terms because we always look at things from a scouting standpoint here on Move the Sticks, and that goes back to our scouting background. But here's three terms you can use when you're talking about breaking tackles, and this would fall under yards after contact. It's very simple. you got pull-through, you've got step-through, and you've got run-through. Okay, those all sound kind of similar. Let me explain the difference here. Pull-through, that is the ability. You think about Tony Pollard, you think about an arm tackle. He's able to pull through those arm tackles, right? Guys are reaching and grabbing. You can pull through that. How about step through? Okay, you run in the hole, a guy's going to go on you low, you're able to pick your feet up, you're able to step through that tackle. Um, Again, that's going to classify as yards after contact. And then lastly is the run through. That's where you think of kind of the old school drop your shoulder, you know, Bo Jackson, run guys over, run through guys. Um, So those are three terms that are similar but very different. And I think what you see is different styles of these guys. So Nick Chubb, to me, Nick Chubb is a run-through back. He can lower his shoulder, and he's going to run right through you. Tony Pollard, to me, is more of a pull-through. He's going to pull through arm tackles. He's going to step through low tackles. Not really going to drop his shoulder on guys. And I think Khalil Herbert's maybe a combination of the the two backs. I think he can do a little bit of both those things. Yeah, no, look, I think those are great uh, terms, and I love the way that you were able to break that down because there's a lot of that that you're looking for when you're evaluating running backs. And I'll say this, I believe we're in a bit of a renaissance when it comes to the running back position. For so years, we, so many years, we kind of cast them to the side, say they were not important. Well, now you look up the Russian leaders. These guys are important. They're being used like workhorse back because teams are committed to running opponents, defenses, out of two high shells, out of all these little sub packages that they've been able to utilize to get after the quarterback. Well, now the counter has been, oh, we're going to run right at them. And the success that we're seeing from the Bears and the Eagles and some of these other teams are against these teams trying to play pass-centric fronts and coverage against run-heavy teams. We're seeing the success, so it's flipping, but it takes having a really good running back, a running back who can get you more than what the players block. Those are the ones that go to the front of the line because that allows your offense to generate some explosive plays because they have enough creativity to be able to get it on their own. And I also think there's there's uh... – you know, there's an importance, and we've talked about this a bunch, about secondary players. Think about corner safeties, their ability to tackle. These run schemes are bringing those players into the run game. They're bringing them into the run fit. And so they're going to identify, you've got a nickel, you've got a corner, you've got a safety that doesn't tackle well. Well, guess what? When you're playing against the Cowboys, the Bears, and the Browns, they're going to find a way to get these tackle breakers in space against those defenders that are maybe a little bit weak against the run. And they're going to they're expose you if you can't tackle as a corner a nickel or a safety, you're going to get exposed. So uh, I think this tells us a lot about some of those defensive players as well as as the offensive guys when you look at the missed tackles that lead to these yards after contact per carry. Um, the next number here, we'll go yards before contact and carry. 
it's interesting to see the young guys on here. Kenneth Walker, uh, 2.5 yards before contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the best in the league. Brees Hall's done for the year, but he was next at 2.2. And then Travis Etienne, really his first time getting a chance to play after being injured during his rookie year. He's next at 2.1. I think that almost speaks to, you know, I think you look at the offensive lines for those teams and say, okay, maybe yards before contact, you're giving them a little bit of a runway. I also just think you're talking about three guys with mm-hmm. tremendous burst uh, bucks. So they're able to, on some of those outside runs especially, they're able to get some yards before they even see anybody. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I think it's a combination of the offensive line winning at the point of attack, moving people off the ball so there's more space between the running back and the first initial defender. And I also think is this class, these running backs that we're talking about, being able to slow to the line of scrimmage, exploding through the line of scrimmage once they find the crease. Kenneth Walker has been terrific. He's been terrific since stepping in full time for Rashad Penny. Think about the success that he had. Reese Hall looked like one of the best young running backs in football during his brief opportunity to play for the New York Jets. And then Travis Etienne has really come on like gangbusters for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You talk about the speed, the pop, the explosiveness. He's displaying all of those things. But a lot of his success has been tied to, I would say, maybe the runway, runway that the Jaguars offensive line has given them. We talk about the explosiveness of all of these backs. They all have that big playability, but it's their ability to get to the line of scrimmage clean that has enabled them to go from good to great at their respective position. Yeah, I think with ETN, give uh, give uh, Doug Peterson a little credit there as well with some of the design, some of those natural cutback runs to get him big creases. Uh, interesting thing, and we'll kind of wrap it up with this on the running backs. Fascinating to me, at least. You know, Brees Hall's number two on this list. He gets hurt. So you got to go get it back. Well, number three on this list is Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne's presence allowed the Jags to say, okay, we can move on from James Robinson. Um, and so you have that trade between those two teams. So it kind of ties it all together in a nice bow uh, there with the running backs. In uh, an interesting discussion, I thought that was kind of fascinating. I do think those numbers uh, mean a little something. So uh, fun discussion there. Anything else you want to add before we, uh, we wrap that discussion up, Buck? No, no, I think it is a fascinating discussion. I think as we get closer to the end of the season, you're seeing the running backs come back to prominence. Look at the amount of teams that are having success running the football. Because of Brandon Staley and Vic Fangio and the success that those defenses had, people are parking those safeties in the parking lot and willing to die what we call the slow death in football. Oh, you can run for as much as you you want. Well, now these offensive coordinators are like, thank you very much. We will keep running. And what it does is it's allowing these running backs to to reemerge as key contributors on these offensive units that are beginning to have success using the running game as a primary move, means of moving the football. Yeah, I, I think it's fascinating, too. You can say, oh, it's a passing league, it's a passing league. Look at the trade deadline. Christian McCaffrey gets traded. We talked about James Robinson, Jeff Wilson, Naheem Hines. Like For, for a league that's pass-obsessed, a lot of running backs that contending teams wanted to go out and get and bring in. So uh, that kind of uh, flies in the face of that theory. So fascinating stuff there. On the RBs, uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna get to the college pass rushers that we've watched lately. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and give you a few names to keep an eye on, and you should know as we head towards the spring. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. Subscription plans start at just $4.99 per month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. So there is nothing like college football. We have a great football weekend. But one of the things I like about this football weekend, there are some pass rushers that are going to be 
available for us to watch. And so when you think about the college pass rushers, DJ, we had a discussion early in the week about how you can't necessarily judge the production based on sacks. You got to look beyond that. Let's talk about some of these notable pass rushers that teams that people should keep an eye on. Yeah, and look, there's a bunch of them, and I'm just getting started on this as well. So these are just a few that I've watched uh, over the last week. I thought we could just jump in on real quick here. Will Anderson, the first one, you know, I thought he was the best, um, you know, the best in the business when I watched him over the summer. I thought he would have been the first pick in last year's draft class. I know the sack numbers are down a little bit. He's still productive. Uh, but, man, you go and watch the tape, and I, I guess he's been getting some criticism. I haven't seen this, but I guess according to uh, – some of the stuff I saw on social media it looks like some of the mm. fans have been on him about you know not being as dominant as he's been in the past. All I know is the games I watch. I watch a few games, Buck. They he's getting doubled on darn near every single rep, and he's still finding a way to get pressure. Um, he's he's accounted for on every single play. He's the ball's coming out as we talked about the other day. I, I don't really have any reservations or concern on on Will Anderson. He's who we thought he was. Yeah, he absolutely to me he looks like a number one pick all day long. Uh, prototypical size and dimensions, great get off. And I think when we're looking at pass rush, that's the number one thing that you look at right out the gate. How quickly do they get off? Snap count anticipation, first step quickness. He has all of that stuff. He finishes last year, his ability to take the quarterbacks down after down after down when he had those pass rush opportunities. To me, I think he's going to be special in the league. Uh, we've talked about it. Someone at the top of the board is going to be really excited to get the dominant pass rusher that we're going to talk about for the next decade in the National Football League. No doubt. Um, another one here, Clemson's Miles Murphy has gotten a lot of love. His name has come has come back mm -hmm. to me uh, from a bunch of dudes that are rolling through there saying, this dude's big time, big time impressive guy. He's tall. He's long. He's got a really, really quick first step, explosive buck. Everything he does is kind of based off that long arm, that inside arm, um, able to kind of widen and, and mm -hmm. then walk guys back with that I mean, big time get off. And that's his move. He's got to he's got to come up with something else once he gets engaged. He's got to be a little bit better at escaping and using that kind of second move, that second pass rush move that we always talk about. But uh, in terms of just pure, you know, the size, the ability to get off the ball and uh, and effort as well, he plays with phenomenal effort to run and chase. This, uh, you know, I I don't want to say he's top five, top ten, but he's I'm saying it without saying it. Let's just put it that way. Well, look, man, you're saying a lot, and what I'm saying is he reminds me of the Sandman, meaning he reminds me of Mariano Rivera in terms of. You know what the move is, you know it's coming, but you still have a tough time dealing with the move. And so we can talk about that long arm, how he uses the long arm to set everything up, but it's a great move. And his challenge will be, yes, he needs to develop a compliment in the National Football League, but sometimes, man, we've seen these pass rushers. You don't need a, a, a whole host of moves, three at the max. If you're good at three moves, you have an opportunity to be a dominant rusher, but that long arm that he uses to set everything up gives him a chance to eventually become an elite pass rusher. There are few pass rushing prospects that have that move down like he has it. No doubt. Um, he's a fun player to study. Uh, a couple more here we can get to quickly. I know Andre Carter at, at Army, somebody you got a chance to see up close over the offseason. Yeah, absolutely. Had a chance to go to Army in the spring. Did a little research, was doing a little stuff from a high school team. But while I was there, you just noticed this guy that just doesn't look like everybody else on campus. Andre Carter, who has really been a fantastic uh, prospect, a guy who has really come on over the last two years and been one of the more disruptive players at the point of attack. And when you look at him, he just kind of like the same stuff you talk about with the other guys. To me, it's motor, first step, quickness, finish. He has all those things. And so when you think about someone who plays hard, but who also has outstanding burst 
uh, and quickness. He has that, and he's developed the ability to finish. He is an all-day sucker off the edge. Man, you just don't see those kinds of guys playing at service academies, but he's one of the reasons why you might have to break the mold when we talk about those guys because, to me, first-round pick, he has a lot of intriguing tools and talent to build around. Yeah, like 6'6", 260-plus pounds. Um, they stand him up. He looks he looks enormous when, when they stand him up on the edge when you're watching their tape. Oh, now, man. you mentioned it, Buck. I think he's got some burst. He plays really hard. There's some there's some stiffness in some of the change of direction, you know, that shows up. I don't think he's an elite bender once he gets to the top of the rush, but he plays really hard. He's got some juice, um, and there's a lot to work with there. So he's a he's a fun one to watch. I actually watched him, and then the last one we'll talk about here in Will McDonald back to back. Will McDonald's at Iowa State. He's lean. He's uh, you know, like 6'4", 235, 240 pounds. Um, uh, again, mm-hmm. long, big time athlete. But much like we said with some of the Georgia guys last year. Uh, tight alignments. I wish that you could see him play more like we see Andre Carter get a chance. Stand up, get out there, uh, get some space, get some runway, uh, as we like to call it. I think some of those tight alignments kind of negate what he does best, which is just use his pure speed and athleticism and get off the ball. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny because when you do research on the Iowa State program, you know, this is a developmental program. They do a really good job of taking unheralded prospects and developing them. And so when you talk about him being 235 pounds, you just wonder how much better can he be? You think about the upside, you think about the potential, you think about the frame, you think about having a couple of off seasons in the National Football League to fully put the body together to go with the skill set. You like the skill set. It certainly is intriguing. Now it's about slotting him where he fits and how soon do you need him to be one of those A-level pass rushers. Might take a minute, but he certainly has the foundation to be a really good player in the National Football League. He's one definitely earmarked uh, for myself here. I want to do a lot more work on him. I did him a little bit, watched a little bit last year, watched a few games this year, but you know, I want to get more comfortable with him because I think there's more there than what we're seeing. I think there's a lot to work with. And again, there's a whole host of other D-linemen. We'll get to all of them as we get towards the spring. Just want to sprinkle a couple of them in there for you. Um, as we're kind of wrapping this episode up, uh, I do want to let everybody know, I'm sure you probably know by the time you're listening to this, uh, Bradley Chubb just got his extension with the Dolphins. You're going to make those trades, trade a future first-round pick. The contract needs to happen, needs to take place. They knocked that out. So our buddy Chris Greer, nice job uh, getting that one done. So uh, there you have it. Hope you guys have enjoyed this one. It's been a, a fun episode. want to remind you, the Move to Six content is everywhere. You can find it on the NFL's YouTube channel, NFL.com, uh, and the NFL app. So we appreciate you guys hanging with us, and we'll catch you next week right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.